Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know, there's something wrong with this Hunter Biden story. It's not stacking up for me. I was thinking about it all weekend long over the July 4th holiday, and things are not what they seem to be. So, as some of you know, I spent a lot of my career investigative reporting. And I did uh, major stories on the assassination of John F. Kennedy, which led to my book, Killing Kennedy. I blew the lid off Aspen, Colorado, which was back in the late 1970s, uh, transshipping cocaine all over the country. Um, I did a number of stories on corruption, including New York City marshals. For that, I won an Emmy. So investigative reporting is in my blood. It's what I like to do most. But beginning in 1996, I became a commentator and couldn't really do investigative reporting because it takes a lot of time, and I didn't have that time. But here, I'm going to make an exception, and that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. Hunter Biden and his father, Joe Biden. What is their business relationship? That is a question that remains unanswered. And it's an exceedingly important question. This whole story reminds me of Watergate. It's coming down parallel lines. So let's first do the timeline on Hunter Biden. His alleged tax evasion, which he has now admitted to, began in 2018 as far as investigations at the federal level are concerned. The allegations go back to 2015, maybe even earlier. But in 2018, the federal government, the IRS, 
and the Justice Department started investigating. Jeff Sessions was the attorney general under Donald Trump. He was only in office for a few weeks uh, when this Hunter Biden investigation began. And then William Barr took his place shortly thereafter. So Barr was supervising the investigation, which was centered in Wilmington, Delaware. Okay. So Barr didn't say very much, and neither did President Trump. You remember, it wasn't the investigation, and I understand. You got to start to assemble the information, and from what we know now, it was hard because Hunter Biden, Jim Biden, the president's brother, set up what they call shell corporations, wired money through places like Malta. It was very complex to get to the heart of this matter. So the fact that Trump and Barr didn't say anything about it doesn't surprise me. I don't even know if Trump knew what the extent of this was. So um, Trump loses the election. Um, Barr resigns from the office of uh, attorney general. Um, Before he left office, Barr held a press conference. Roll the tape. And I think to the extent that uh, there's an investigation, I think that it's being handled responsibly and professionally uh, currently within the the department. And to this point, I have not seen a reason to appoint a special counsel, and I have no plan to do so before I leave. Hmm. By that point, Barr should have known there was something dirty about this. And remember, he did not appoint a special counsel to investigate allegations of fraud in the election either. So he could have done that and should have done that. Absolutely should have done that. He should have appointed two special prosecutors, one to look at allegations of fraud in the election, the other to look at what the deuce was going on with Hunter Biden, because it was two years at that point. But Barr didn't. Not good. Now, again, we've asked Barr to appear. He will not. He'll go on a podcast that you never heard of. He will not come in here. So what does that tell you? Okay, so then Merrick Garland takes over. And he is directly supervising David Weiss, the U.S. attorney in Delaware. Weiss is making progress and asks for the U.S. attorney in Washington, D.C., a man named Matthew Graves, okay, and the U.S. attorney in Central and Southern California, a man named Martin Estrada, there they are, to partner with him, share information about Hunter Biden's business dealings. Graves and Estrada refuse. Who is the Attorney General? Merrick Garland. He could have ordered Graves and Estrada to cooperate with David Weiss. Key point. He could have ordered that all three U.S. attorneys cooperate and share information. Any honest Attorney General would have done that. Why not? If David Weiss in Delaware 
needs information from California and Washington, D.C., you deny him that? That's what Merrick Garland did. I find it very shocking that Graves and Estrada would withhold information from their colleague in Delaware, don't you? Don't you? Why would they do that? Equal justice under law, right? Okay. So Garland is already up into this up to here. It gets worse for him. All right? Up to here. Because he's not proactively running this case. And he should be. He's the boss. Okay. Then we get into Bill Barr's book. So, of course, he writes a book. And on page 302, 304, he talks about Hunter Biden. Let me quote from the book. In 2014, the vice president's son, Hunter, was virtually with no relevant experience, had received a lucrative position on the board of Burisma at the time when the vice president, that's Biden, had the lead in the Obama administration's push to get Ukraine to step up anti-corruption efforts. Although Hunter Biden's position was obviously a sordid instance of monetizing his father's office, the vice president did not violate the law because federal conflict of interest laws do not apply to vice presidents, unquote. But that's bull. We're not talking about conflict of interest. We're talking about alleged bribery. So Barr now sinks deeper, in my estimation, into the morass. Doesn't appoint a special prosecutor? Could have. Now he's given Biden an out on conflict of interest. It's not about conflict of interest. It's about bribery. Why was Burisma paying Hunter Biden all this money? What did they want? And did any of that money find its way to Joe Biden? These are unanswered questions. Okay. Garland then continues on in his role as attorney general and on and on and on. Okay. Five years. Five years. 2018, 2023. Then finally, finally, on June 20th, a plea deal is announced and everybody in the country who's honest, knows that Hunter Biden got away with it. They all know. So here's what Garland said on TV. Go. The um, Hunter Biden investigation, as I said, even in my own nomination uh, um, confirmation hearing, is being run by and supervised by the United States Attorney for the District of Delaware. He's I'm aware of that, but he reports to you. He is supervising the investigation, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not at liberty to talk about internal Justice Department deliberations, but he is in charge of that investigation. There will not be interference of any uh, uh, political or improper kind. Again, bull. It's not about interference. It's about helping get to the bottom of the matter. So both Barr and Garland right now, as it stands, in my mind, ran interference for Hunter Biden, Republican and a Democrat. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So I pr- uh, promoted yesterday Brett Tomlin. He's coming to us um, from uh, Salt Lake City. He's a former U.S. attorney in Utah. We use him a lot on Justice Department issues. As you know, I've made him very famous across the world. Um, So uh, you know what I'm doing. Number one, am I on the right track in your opinion? Yeah, this is this is great stuff, Bill. And and I'll tell you why I'm not just blowing smoke. I'm not seeing journalists that are willing to really peel back the layers and take a close look and put together the timeline. It's the kind of stuff that DOJ would be doing had they, you know, had they approached this like a traditional investigation. But you take, for example, Bill Barr. There's a mentality in Washington D.C. that if you if you serve in government, you'll eventually cash in, and you see that with book deals, or you see that with lobbying. And and what happened? Bill Barr went to a law firm and is making incredible amounts of money there, and he's making money on his book, and it. It's what we know happens in D.C., but unless you've been there and seen it up close, you, you don't realize um, how paralyzing it is to actually, you know, swift and, and fair justice. Now, do you know this Matthew Graves, the D.C. attorney, U.S. attorney who wouldn't cooperate on the Hunter Biden investigation and his wife, Fatima, going back and forth? Do you know Graves? I've met him a couple of times. I, I also was very close to his predecessor, who was the U.S. attorney prior to him. And, you know, his his thoughts on the matter were that they're putting in somebody that they know is a very known factor. And what that means in Washington, D.C. is that they are all part of the same same club, right? The same team. They're going to they're going to make decisions and they're going to work together on those decisions. I have. I've been shocked at the denials that that Maine Justice doesn't have a lot of communication with the White House and with the Bidens. They do it through conduits. They do it through liaisons. And it happens. And um, it should surprise nobody that that's going on. But this is the highest level now. This is the president's son with accusations uh, on his web on his computer that he gave money to his father. Uh, a sitting vice president at the time. I mean, this is you know, any bigger than this. Now, am I wrong to say that Attorney General Merrick Garland could have ordered Graves and Estrada to cooperate with Weiss? Yeah, it, you know, it's it's almost laughable that they're trying to pass that off as as a reason why Weiss couldn't expand the investigation. Typically, U.S. attorneys are definitely there for one another when they have um, 
multi-jurisdiction investigations. They work together. You don't even have to ask. I've never heard. I've never heard this. You and I don't know whether you have, but I have never heard a U.S. attorney turning down a request from another U.S. attorney to share information and partner up on a case, particularly as big as this case. Have you ever heard that? No, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen unless it came down from from on top. And the other thing that's puzzling, though, is when you when you work in a multi-jurisdictional criminal investigation, your FBI and your IRS, they have they have task forces and they have folks in all of these locations. And before the U.S. attorney even weighs in on on what they're going to do, they are running with the investigation. And then along with the the home U.S. attorney, they will present that to the U.S. attorney in the in the other jurisdiction when they need an indictment. And so none, it's all backwards. None of this none of this makes sense. It, it, it also goes back to um, it, the highlights why Bill Barr should have appointed a special counsel sure. because you avoid this kind of, you know, politicking and gamesmanship. Right. And, and I, I said it last night, I'll say it again. John Mitchell did the same thing to protect Richard Nixon in Watergate. John Mitchell went to prison uh, for right. doing that. All right. So that was going on. It's been going on forever. But now we have an investigation that's in the hands of Congress. And I, I, I mean, if they don't call this Fatima Graves, then I know that that the congressional investigations, they don't care. They have to call this woman. Am I wrong? And I think that I think they will. I, I think, you know, understanding the connection, the refusal by Graves to go forward, the uh, supposed lack of cooperation from these other jurisdictions. That's part of this web of deceit that's been, you know, served to uh, to all of us to try to, to try to analyze and believe in. But you can't and none, none of it is adding up, Bill. And, and so it's sad because it's cumbersome to investigate this with Congress. Um, you know, as you pointed out, the FBI has been doing this for decades and DOJ is so good at building these, you know, these wagon wheel fraud uh, investigations. And and it's tragic that here we here we are and we have no confidence that uh, they either side, Republican or Democrat, wanted to do it. Yeah. And, and no exposure from the press whatsoever. So if you walk out on the street today and you go uh, to some your peer, American citizen, what do you think about the Hunter Biden? Maybe they'll know a little. But they don't know anything. They don't know anything. <laughs> All right. Well, and thank it, God for you. Uh, I appreciate that. I mean, we're working very, very hard. Next week, we'll, uh, we got Senator Ted Cruz on Tuesday. I'm going to try to get, and this is for my producers listening in the booth right now, I'll try to get Comer on Monday. We're going to send Comer transcripts of last night's show and this uh, tonight's show with you. Going to send his committee there all of the information that we have accomplished um, because I don't know if they know Fatima Graves from uh, you know the cliche is Adam but it'd have to be Eve um, I don't know if they know anything about this because this emanated we heard about it and now we broke it but then it's silence even Fox News not covering this they have nobody on yeah. it nobody nobody on it. Yeah. Um, it's outrageous. There's also a new, a new whistleblower. Yeah, right now. right. now, the whistleblowers, they're getting attention. But this subterfuge underneath. Last question. If Fatima Graves is indeed a conduit between Merrick Garland and her husband, Matthew, 
and the Biden White House. Is that a crime? Is that is there what can happen? Well, it, it absolutely could be a conspiracy to obstruct justice. Um, if, if they're all trying to shut down an investigation, a legal, lawful investigation of actual, you know, staggering criminal behavior, um, maybe maybe the worst we, corruption we've seen in the history of, of this country. And if they're part of that, then the attorney general is is leading that conspiracy. And that's a standalone crime. Okay. Unbelievable story uh, evolving. Brett, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Stay close. Uh, We'll uh, certainly update you and uh, have you back on us uh, as soon as we can. All right. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. You have comments. You have questions. You have tips. If you're in D.C. and you're watching me, you know something about this. All right. Not going to let it go. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As you know, I hope, Supreme Court ruled on three things last week. I'll just boil them down. I'm a simple man. No skin color in college admissions. Can't do it. They'll still do it. But the Supreme Court says you can't do it. No student loan forgiveness from President Biden. He does not have the power to do that. And the third one, private business people cannot be forced to participate in activities that go against their religion. All right. So that means that if a gay person or a black person or a Muslim or anybody else walks into your business and you say, I'm not going to sell you something you will be arrested. You have to sell them something. But if a minority person walks in and says, I want you to do something for me, in this case, it was a gay thing, that violates your religious beliefs, promotes homosexuality, whatever it may be. Supreme Court said you can't do that. Okay, that delineation was not made by the press. They said it's an anti-gay ruling. Okay, it's not. It's just basically if you're a religious person and someone comes in and says, you have to make a cake that says Allah is the real God, you don't have to make it. Right? Okay. We all understand. No skin color, no let, uh, debt forgiveness, no forcing people to do anything against their religious belief. But that does not, and I'm going to reemphasize this, extend to you denying 
somebody a service to buy something or access that everybody else gets. All right. Joe Biden reacts to the Supreme Court's decisions. Go. The Constitution says we hold these truths to be self that all men and women are created equal, endowed by their creator. It's the uniqueness of America. We've never fully lived up to it. We've never walked away from it. And this court seems to say that, no, that's not always the case. The idea there's no right of privacy in the Constitution, giving states power that we fought a war over in 1860. Um, you know, I, I just think it's... Um, this is not your father's Republican Party. Okay, so it's not the Constitution. It says all men are created equal, endowed by their creator. It's a declaration of independence. Biden just doesn't know that. It's not a slip of the tongue. He just doesn't know. Okay, 1960, what war was that? It's 1860, the Civil War, but there's no linkage to the Civil War in these rulings. None. Okay, and then finally, he says... That's a uniqueness of America we've never lived up to. What are you talking about? He says, I don't want to be disrespectful to the office of the presidency, but this is a foolish statement. Just foolish. But here's something worse. How about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? There also must be impeachment on the table. We have a broad level of tools to deal with misconduct, overreach, and abuse of power. And the Supreme Court has not been receiving the adequate oversight necessary in order to preserve their own legitimacy. And in the process, they themselves have been destroying the legitimacy of the court, which is profoundly dangerous for our entire democracy. Oh, I'd love to debate her. Think she'd do it? Maybe uh, Bill Barr and her could come on at the same time. Okay, Wall Street Journal editorial board, which is pretty good. Pretty good. But not this time. They say Trump should do the first Republican debate. August 23rd, Milwaukee, Fox News debate. Trump says he's not going to do it. Wall Street Journal says he should do it. I say Trump would be crazy. If he did it, everybody on the stage, including the two moderators, would beat the hell out of him. He'd be outnumbered 10 to 1. The whole debate would be, let's beat up Donald Trump, led by Chris Christie. But the others would jump right in. Okay? Kill him. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? That would be insane to do. So... Why did the Wall Street Journal advise Trump to do the debate? The management, the ownership, is the same ownership at Fox News. They own the Wall Street Journal. And they've openly stated they want uh, the governor of Florida to be the next president, Ron DeSantis. Maybe. I, I mean, I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I mean, just there you go. Woke on the run, Disney downgraded, Disney stock. Listen to this. In late 2021, Disney stock was $200 a share. Friday, $89 a share. Whoa. Okay. 
So now it's downgraded. Key Bank Capital Market says no to Disney stock because of streaming problems, weak theme park attendance. It's like $8,000 to go, so people can't go. And um, bad movies, woke movies. Uh, okay. So Disney taking it right here. Boom. Because it's woke. Then they fire about 30 people from ESPN because Disney owns ESPN. Jeff Van Gundy, who's an excellent basketball analyst, Max Kellerman, Keyshawn Johnson, Susie Kolber, Matt Heslebeck, Steve Young, Todd McShay, on and on and on and on. They're all fired. Cutting salary. New York State revenue, according to Bloomberg, is going to fall 20%. So that means New York State gets 20% less than it got a few years ago in tax revenue. Uh, Why? Why? Because many of the corporations and the rich people have moved to Florida or Tennessee or North Carolina or Texas. They're out of here. So now, incredible. So state tax revenue is falling by 25%, according to Bloomberg News. 25%. That means the debt, the deficit, is rocketing here. Billions and billions of dollars. Same thing in California, same thing in Illinois. What do they all have in common? Crazy progressive leadership. So those states are getting less and less and less money from the taxpayers. So they're going to have to raise taxes even higher. And then of course, more people to leave. There you go. I mean, it's like California, $32 billion budget deficit. New York, $21 billion. Illinois, not as nearly as big a state, something like $17 billion or whatever. Way to go. Good management. Excellent. Crime, no punishment. July 4th weekend, mass shootings. Every holiday, we have it. All right, Chicago, mass shooting, black neighborhood. One dead, three wounded. Baltimore, mass shooting, black neighborhood. Two dead, 28 Injured in Baltimore. Gunfire. Fort Worth, Texas. Black neighborhood. Three dead. Eight wounded. Philadelphia. Black neighborhood. Five dead. Two wounded. Total killed. Eleven. Total hurt. Forty-one. Fourth of July. Media coverage on the ethnicity of the perpetrators. Zero. Nothing. Won't mention it. All African-American driven. Not African-American citizens. Not people law-abiding. Drug gangs. Nobody doing anything about it. Nobody doing anything about it. Nothing. Because they're African-Americans. Black on black crime. Not addressed. Not analyzed, not mentioned. Cocaine update. (laughs) Message of the day. So uh, we're trying to find out if Superfly uh, is on the uh, visitor list at the White House, because maybe Superfly just left a parting gift of cocaine in the locker. Anyway, um, 
Corinne Jean-Pierre is the uh, press secretary for Joe Biden. Everybody knows that. I think if you pay attention, you know. The Media Research Center, which is conservative and despises Joe Biden, did a study uh, and it says that Jean-Pierre has directly answered only 2% of questions pertaining to the Biden scandals. Okay, let's put the alleged Biden scandals. Hunter pled guilty. That's not alleged, but no evidence, Joe Biden. Not yet. Not yet. Okay, 2% is all she's answered. So she was asked about the cocaine thing. Go. Can you give any more details on where the Secret Service found cocaine in the West Wing and how it got? So, as you know, this is under the preview of the Secret Service. Uh, They are currently investigating uh, what happened over the weekend, so I would have to refer you uh, to the Secret Secret Service on all of this. But one thing that I can share, that I'll I'll, uh, share a little bit more information, as you know, the, the, the President and the First Lady and their family were not here this weekend, as you all reported on this. She's sharing. I love the sharing business. Well, according to Media Research Center, you can go to their website if you want to see it. A report has asked Jean-Pierre 252 questions about classified documents in Biden's possession or other corruption allegations, and she answered six of the 252 questions. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by faith. Anywhere you listen to the podcast, politics by faith. All right. Gallup. It's interesting. So all over the world, Gallup took a survey. Um, and The survey is in individual countries, the G7 countries. Do you have confidence about your government? Simple. So let's run it down. In Germany, 61% say they have uh, confidence in the government. 34% don't. Canada, 51-49. France, 46-52. Japan, 43-50. Italy, 41-58. UK, 3364, USA dead last, only 31% of American citizens have confidence in their federal government, 69% do not. Julius Maximilian's University in Versburg, Germany. A lot of Germany in this show today. So this is a prestigious place. It was founded in 1402 one of the oldest institutions of higher learning in the world. Uh, And it asked, or it analyzed, it didn't ask, it analyzed all countries all over the world as far as the state's monopoly on law, violence, and administration. 
So in other words, how effective is the state in these countries? Singapore is number one, the most effective government in dealing with law, violence, and administration. Australia, two, Denmark, three, Netherlands, Estonia, Luxembourg, which is like four streets, uh, Norway, Belgium, New Zealand, Germany, the top 10. USA, number 23, behind Malta. So do you get the feeling that our federal government is in chaos? Do you get that feeling? I do. Now, Singapore is a fascist country. That means if you live there, you have no civil rights at all. None. So if you're walking down the street in Singapore going to the Raffles Hotel uh, and a Singaporean police officer comes over, they can search you. They can put you in the car, take you to the station. They don't need a warrant. They don't need anything. Okay? And it is against the law to chew gum in Singapore. Though you can't chew it because they don't want gum all over the subways and everything else. If you rent a car in Singapore, which I have, and by the way, when you fly into Singapore, you never want to leave the airport. That's how nice the airport is. If you rent a car, you drive on out. If you go two miles over the speed limit, the car vibrates and a bell rings. Two miles over. Every part of life is regulated by the Singaporean government. You know about the drugs thing, we went over it. Uh, If you sell narcotics over a certain weight in Singapore, they hang you. If you use narcotics and the police catch you, you go to mandatory rehab for 22 months. Therefore, there are no drug addicts in Singapore. They're not there, they're in rehab because the cops can haul you in, drug test you. They don't need probable cause. So, you want to live in Singapore, you're safe. No shenanigans, as they say. You can walk. I walk three in the morning all over. No problem. None. But you got to do what you're told. You don't. Not good. Smart life. Okay. So this is a uh, Nutrisystem study conducted by one poll. It says that on average, half of Americans have put on 17 pounds because of stress. Okay. Um, 57% of us feel more stressed than we did five years ago. This is coming off the pandemic and all that. Um, You know, I, I don't know. I mean, when I get stressed, I go out and bay at the moon. I howl. Look, I don't eat snacks. But I know people do. Comfort food day, right? So 17 pounds chubbier than they were, I, I guess, before the pandemic. But my uh, smart life tip is a good one tonight. Because a lot of this weight, excess weight, comes from drinking sugar-laden beverages. We've been over this, which lead to diabetes, uh, obesity. If you look at the label, 
and you see how much sugar is in the iced teas and the snapples in the soda. It's unbelievable. And that puts weight on you. So I found, because I'm investigating, I'm looking out for you as always, a drink that tastes good and doesn't have any calories. It's called sparkling ice. I took that picture right out of my refrigerator. Okay, there's 15 flavors. For example, it costs a buck a bottle at Walmart, probably a little bit more in your local uh, store. And it tastes very good. It's very refreshing. Okay. And I have no interest in sparkling ice company. I don't know anything about it. Uh, My favorite is black raspberry. It does contain Splenda. And there have been studies that say Splenda is not good for you. But if it's between a little bit of Splenda and sugar, I'm going with the Splenda. So I drink mostly water. All right. That's what I drink. But sometimes you want a little pizzazz. And the sparkling ice, I'm I'm telling you, I I look forward to it now. It's a good deal. Smart life tip. We want you to be trim. We want you to be healthy. Knock off the sugar. Cut it down. I still eat my ice cream a couple of times a week, but I've cut it down. And it's not easy to do that. So I wanted to uh, check in with JetBlue, my favorite airline, and I'm picking on JetBlue. I admit it. Maybe I shouldn't, but so Delta and JetBlue run corresponding routes, particularly in the East Coast. Okay. so from June 1st to June 28th, and this doesn't count the meltdown over July 4th, Delta Airline had 21 percent of its flights delayed. JetBlue, 36 percent. JetBlue still doesn't have enough personnel to get those planes off the tarmac. Still, after a year and a half of me whacking them, you might remember that if you didn't see it, just Google O'Reilly JetBlue. I whacked them at JFK Airport. Okay, After a year and a half, they still have not solved the problem. They don't give me the weather because Delta flies the same routes you fly. 36% late. Now, to cancel, this is... Interesting, you should know this. Very low cancellations on Delta and JetBlue. You know why? Because they'll keep you at the airport for 24 hours. They don't want to cancel any flight. So they'll keep you sitting there before they'll put a cancel sign. That's the, that's the con now. So you don't. Okay, here is the final thought of the day. Got a letter in the regular mailbag today, uh, not concierge says, uh, hey, Bill, planning a seven-day trip to Italy for my wife's 50th birthday. It'll be 10 of us. You have any recommendations? Stephen Tucci, Plantation, Florida. Stephen, I have plenty of recommendations, but I can't do them on the regular mail ban. That's what concierge membership is. So say you sign up for the concierge membership before your trip to Italy, and congratulations on your 50th anniversary, by the way. You send me your itinerary. Where you going? And then I'll send you back tips, which will save you a lot of money and time and all of that. That's what concierge members get. But I can't do it in the regular mailbag because that's more issue oriented. The concierge is a whole different thing. It is a life insurance policy for you. And you're going to need it. So anyway, there we go. Um, 
I am going to write a column on Sunday with some additional information about our investigation, telling you how we're going about this. It's a little bit different. When I worked with uh, CBS News and ABC News, Inside Edition and Fox News, I had a big corporate structure behind me. Now I don't. I haven't cracked staff, but I don't have that corporate structure. But it's almost better because I get no interference in what we find. So, for example, this Biden stuff, um, we believe, have not yet nailed it down, that almost $30 million went into the Biden family from 2014 up to 2022. $30 million for nothing. That's what we believe. Again, we could be wrong on it, but that's the indication that we have. Now, that is a colossal amount of money for nothing. Was that Dire Straits song, Money for Nothing? Okay. You would think at this level, every corporate news agency in America would be all over this story. They're not. That's corruption. So anyway, Sunday noon column, I'm going to lay it out, where we are, what we're doing, how we're doing it. I got to protect my sources, and I will. And I'm not using them, by the way. Everything we report is on the record. All the names, you saw it. Not doing, somebody whispered, somebody said, somebody, I'm not going to do it. Not right. When you hear it from me, you'll know it's true. If I don't know it's true and I say this is speculation, you'll know that too. You make up your own mind on it. But I think we're starting to see the picture here. Right? If you dissent, bill at billoreilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. Please read my column on Sunday. We'll see you again on Monday. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.